welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 225. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and uh, that's about it because we were recording earlier than normal, but... Before we get to that, my name is John, and joining me as she does every week is the tattoo needle to my Jack Gallagher's skin, Marianne. <laughs> Such a bad one. Also, I feel like I need to apologize. Appropriately, uh, it's a bad one. Yeah, I know, right? I'm sad that we're not doing MLW because then we can't talk about Sexy Simon. I have no. You just made the list. I'm I'm pretty I'm actually pretty bummed because I wanted to watch that show as well, but uh, this weekend for me is very crazy. I guess I'll talk about my weekend first, and then I will ask you how yeah, you just are. Do that, and then t- and then ask me what I'm not doing this weekend. Okay. So uh, y- yesterday uh, at about ten thirty at night, I uh, had the honor of interviewing uh the legend himself terry funk for uh, dimple terry funk that hashtag show i'm sorry adorable man with his dimples <laughs> um he was uh if you want to go watch that interview facebook.com slash ths wrestling news it's up there um it was a lot of fun he was quite possibly the nicest person i've ever met uh, he was very gracious you with his met time. Jerry Lynn. He was very. Have you met Jerry Lynn? No, but apparently I've heard wonderful things about Jerry Lynn. Um, he was very gracious with his time. After we went off the air, he he stuck around, took pictures with everybody, signed stuff, um, all out of the goodness of his heart. His his uh, his flight was delayed by an hour, and he still showed up and did a at least a forty five minute long interview and a Q and A with the people that showed up. Um, oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was it was really cool. And if you guys want to see me just be a nervous wreck on camera, go check it out. Um, but it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. He he really enjoyed himself. Uh, he cut a little promo for us, which I hope we put up very soon. Um, and then uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be at LAX Fan Fest with that hashtag show all day it's an all day thing it starts at 8 30 in the morning um and god yeah i'm gonna be there all day and then after that we're gonna be watching um the pay-per-view uh oh my god revolution oh that's tomorrow it's tomorrow so we're gonna be watching that and then sunday i have family in town and it is the finale of Doctor Who. And also, by the way, a friend of the show and just friend in general, Chris, is staying with me this entire weekend. Um, and I've I've been very upfront with him. Like, look, you're not going to see me very much this entire weekend. He's been like, that's fine. Yeah, Chris is very independent. I have spent entire weekends with Chris. So yeah, I'm I'm a, a role reversal here. Yeah, I'm just you know Sunday is a little worrisome. I feel I feel kind of bad, but I've told him I'm like, look, w- we need to watch Doctor Who at some point because it's it's gonna happen. He's like, up, oh, it's fine. I understand. Whatever. It's like great, <laughs> good stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, Marianne, how are you? You are one of the most patient people ever. Oh, yeah, Um, absolutely. I am fine. Uh, I, for some reason, was on WWE time and thought that the pay-per-view was on Sunday. And now I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, Because my mom really wants to watch it. And I know she won't be in town tomorrow, I think. She's going to be bummed. Um, I currently have RuPaul's Drag Race paused in front of me on the TV. I had right. to get a few minutes in. Well, we won't, but, we won't, this doesn't have to be a marathon podcast for sure. Oh, no, it's not going to be because we're only doing that, the, the AEW Dynamite, yes, which was great, by the way. It was. But my, uh, the ice cream man came by this week. I would like to let everyone know the ice oh, cream it worked. man stopped avoiding me and fucking showed up at work and I got my root beer float. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, they drive around all the time and I went, oh, at work. We have, that's yeah, a call, that's what we call a callback. Two weeks. It's a callback. Yeah, it, yeah, callback for all those people that, for some reason, listen to us every week. Yeah, um, there's people that do that. Yeah, Ice Cream Man showed up. I fucking could not wait for him to drive around in front of us. So me and my coworker were like, no, what if he doesn't come to our parking lot? So we ran across the parking lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was ridiculous. So it's like this 60-year-old woman and then me just, like, running with our cash like we're children. <laughs> and it was we got our root beer floats and it was good shit. Um, I got my, um, I got a sweater in the mail today and it's just a black sweater that says Ben Solo sweater on it, which I will be wearing to Disneyland at the end of March. Oh my God. (laughs) Hopefully it's cold. Well, I'll wear it at night. It doesn't even matter. And I have to purposefully put holes in it. So I, I'll, uh, uh, Adam driver as Ben Solo in star Wars, but yeah, I'm not going to continue to go on to this. Let's talk about those garbage ass tattoos. Oh my God! Um, so this we're, is, this might be worse than when TJP came back and was like covered in tattoos. This might be worse than that. I um man, I think so. Because <laughs> TJ like didn't have Eddie, and then he came back and he was like, "Whoa!" Both of his arms and his entire torso. What is happening? And then Jack Gallagher went from like he had one he one or two on his arm gimmicks. He had one or two on his arm, and now he's got a... No, 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 uh, Gallagher. And now, like, what the fuck? Dude, this is... um, It is problematic. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> it is It is not a good look. Uh, the facial hair changed, the haircut changed, and I am... Oh, oh, oh boy. I think the facial <laughs> hair and the facial hair and the haircut change are fine, but the tattoos are... What is his gimmick now? He's an MMA you know, guy. I don't know. I have no. I, I have no idea. It's um. It is just we don't have words. It's something uh, like what, yeah. What did I call him? Tattoos McGallagher. Tattoos McGallagher. It's not good. Nope. It's not good. It's bad. Jack Gallagher. You know what was good though. What's up? AEW Dynamite was good shit. AEW Dynamite was good shit. It looks like he had. It's like a sailboat. <laughs> sailboat oh that's terrible how white man i'm sure i'll get used to him it's just such a drastic change for him does he have an umbrella no because he's an mma guy now and they they just walk in the rain slowly with no umbrella so um i don't know if you knew this but you know ron right ron from wow yes he is getting his first tattoo soon is it on his chest and is it of a sailboat sailboat <laughs> no, but I was going to say, speaking of pale redheaded men, Ron, um, get, uh, right, uh, getting his very first tattoo at the end of March. 
um, the same weekend I will be at Disneyland and he's getting an, uh, related tattoo. Oh he's my God. That's funny. It's going to be a little fan. And I was like, is it going to be a little fan that says Thwarp next to it? And he was like, I don't even know. He did like a poll on Twitter of what it should be. Oh my and I God. was like, personally, and, uh, Josh, uh, who is sitting next to me, my brother, Josh, uh, said he should get tattoos of little hands on his fingers. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Good shit. I've just been, yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm excited. Pale, pale redheaded men with tattoos. My brother should be next on this list. My brother that isn't Josh because Josh has more tattoos than me. But anyways, AEW Dynamite. AEW Dynamite. This was the go-home show uh, for our pay-per-view, which airs tomorrow slash today, whenever you're listening to this. Tomorrow. Um, they opened the show with their main event, as they said, which was a 30-minute Iron Man match between Kenny Omega and Pac. Uh, this match, uh, just overall feelings, I will just say, was fucking fantastic. Um, yeah, my mom didn't watch the first half of it, and I was like, Mom, you're missing your guy Pac. And then I asked her, I was like, why is it that you love Pac so much? Because I think the argument I got in with her was that she thinks he has the ideal perfect body type, to which I went, no, Dustin. Um but Josh was watching it with me, and he says he looks and sounds like literally every dwarf in The Hobbit. And my mom was like, oh, I know what it is. He's got a, <laughs> he's got a really thick English accent. I'm just attracted to his accent and the fact that he sounds really unhappy all the time. And I said, so he sounds like every dwarf in The Hobbit. Yeah. So, um, and then apparently Kenny Omega looks like Faramir from The Lord of the Rings. All right. Personally, I don't see it entirely, but I can see how other people would see that. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that match was fantastic. Uh, this, yeah, it was, it was so good. Um, it, uh, I mean, we, we go to a tie and then we are told it's funny because it's, it goes to a tie because Omega does not tap out as the clock winds down and then Pac punches the referee and Justin Roberts goes, I've just been informed this match will continue and there's no referee. And it's just like, ah, oh, shit. But Aubrey came out and got probably one of the because, biggest pops because, of the night. Uh, Pac doesn't, yeah. Pac doesn't hit women. That's true. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. that's canon. Good. <laughs> canon. Oh my goodness. Um, but, uh, the young bucks were out there. Yeah. Just like normal people. What are these dorks weird. doing out here? I know. Uh, my mom said, um, young bucks without fringe look ridiculous. They look like audience members. <laughs> is what she said. And then Josh said, no, they look like those guys that hang out at the DJ booth that aren't the DJ. Damn. And I, I, it just reminded me of when I saw Nick Jackson at the Long Beach Aquarium. And let me tell you, it was fucking weird. He was like there with his wife and his children. And I was like, this is a young buck out in public. And I am a weirded out. Why were like, you with the... Strange. Long Beach. I was there with Keith. For, it was like my birthday weekend or something, and we were at PWG, and then for my birthday we went to, uh, I don't know what we were doing, but then we went to the Long Beach Aquarium for some reason. Huh. But we were there, and we were literally standing oh. at a tank. Long, yes, Long Beach. At the Beach. Long Beach okay. Aquarium, and I, t I just happened to look over to the side, and I went, shit, that's Nick Jackson. Oh, my God. It was really weird. And he was with his, uh, his fam. That's fun. He was fun. with his fim fam. That's fun. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this match was was very uh, hard hitting. Um, I mean, for me, really, the only thing that was uh, that was just like, oh my god, why did we do this? Was the um, was the Falcon Arrow to the outside? You love Falcon Arrows. I do. 
And then I, when this happened, I actually uh, woke Henson up with my reaction. He was like, what? I'm like, sorry, man. Falcon arrow. There was a falcon arrow. Off the apron onto the floor. He hit him. It was, fuck, man. He hit him so hard. It was ridiculous. Um, there was also a really good, it, like a smooth, um, I think Omega was going for the one-winged angel and uh, Pac reversed it into a poison Rana and that looked it was fucking so smooth as shit. Um, oh, the, oh, the Bucks actually helping Omega by pushing him into the ring was interesting. Yeah. You could have a little gripe that, there. Yeah, that front kick that Pac, uh, that set Pac into the corner, that Sparta kick. Oh, shit. Yes. It was a this is Sparta kick for sure. Yeah. That was brutal. He like flew across the ring. I was like, there's no, I was like, you can't sell yourself to make yourself fly back that far. You actually have to have flown back that far. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. Um, and, yeah, and that reversal into the powerbomb. Oh, yes. That was so sick. Yeah, it man. It was so sick. Like, I, I've never seen something like that before. Like, he just, like, twisted around and then did it. I was like, dude, that's some Ray Phoenix shit right there. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, I I think it was Omega. Omega hit a huge Uranagi at one point where it almost looked like he tried to turn it into a backbreaker at the last second. Uh, it looked very awkward, uh, but it was still pretty cool. Um, and towards the end of the match, we got the brutalizer. <laughs> oh boy. Which is, uh, and he got out of it. Yeah, I know. But then he got put back into it. <laughs> um, I was like, what is happening? There's so much going on. Yeah. This, and there was a table and. Oh, the shooting the star. Yes. Woof. And the corner like fucking pegged him in the face. Yeah. Oh, and, the, and there was in slow motion again. It was nuts. There was also a crazy fucking chair shot from Pac to Omega where I was Every like time I see chair shots. I'm like, I thought we all agreed not to do chair shots to the head because this is why Chris Benoit murdered his family. Well, yeah. Do you see that podcast trying to like talk about anyway? We won't talk about that. I was going to I was going to put out a tweet and be like if you want to listen to a podcast that doesn't talk about this nonsense listen to Tornado Tag Radio but I didn't do it. I th- I felt like I should have struck and while then the I go iron ahead was and hot. mention it and you sound ridiculous. Oh well. Um, um yeah, I know. So we get the sudden death rules and um Omega hits the Kamagoye. He hits uh he hits Kota Ibushi's sure. finisher. Which is for sure my choice move in a bar fight. Yeah, it's a good one. Get them on the ground, grab their legs, and just knee them in the goddamn face. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, One-winged nice angel puts it away. And I Kenny wish I Omega. could drunkenly do a V-trigger, though. <laughs> Kenny Omega gets the win. Um, and post-match, we have an interview with Tony Schiavone. He's like, hey, man, Tony you just Schiavone, lost. Tony like, sacrificed his fucking soul for that. What the hell? Yeah, and then I he love... He doesn't even give a shit anymore. I love he's like, are you taking a piss? I thought that was so funny. And for That's some so reason, foolish. for some reason, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy comes out. And I'm like, this is weird. But also, I'm here for Orange Cassidy versus Pac. Because their moveset is so similar. Like, and I can't wait. And most people don't know that their moveset is similar. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to get uh, J- Jerry Lynn comes out to break things up. And that holy was the crap. most weird thing. I was like, how much do you bet? want to bet he was hanging out backstage with uh, Greg and Dustin? Oh, he for sure was. 
because they love him. We had a segment with the pain maker posse, basically just uh, Jake Hager being silent. I was going to say how, yeah, because he's great at that. Yes. How is it that they can have two names? I don't know. The inner circle and pain maker posse. Pick one. You cannot have both. <laughs> That's selfish. I think the pain maker posse was just for this way in. They made track suits. It's great. Good for them. Um, we had a six-man tag team match with some of the pain maker posse, Santana Ortiz and Sammy Guevara. And they came out to not Chris Jericho's music. They did not. They came out to the music that says the inner circle, which is the worst. I dig it, though. Oh, like, I hate for it. The garage band, the garage band creation that it is. Yes. Um, and uh, they took on. I mean, on... it's no best friends. It's no best friends song. But, no. Okay. They took on the Jurassic Express. Um, it was just fun to see Marco getting flip, flipping and flying around and getting thrown around. Sweet. It was good stuff. Sweet BB Marco is what I call him. Yes. Um, Sam, the tiniest drug rat. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love the Luchasaurus hot tag. And I also love, uh, Sammy Guevara bumping as if his life depended on it. Like a good little lad. That's so, it's amazing. Like you have to, you have to take like good bumps. Like, it, like you can be like a good wrestler, but you have to be able to take it too to make the other person look good because it takes two to tango kind of thing. My mom tried to tell me before this, that Pac is better at bumping than Sammy Guevara. And imagine if she was right. Cause she's not, I don't know. She's not right, John. All right, fine. Sammy Guevara is king of bump taking and we know it. King of bumps. King, king of, of bump stops. Nobody takes that Mortal Kombat kick quite like Sammy Guevara. True. Very true. Uh, Brutal. Darby showed up at the end. Uh, Darbs. Darbs. Uh, this is just a fun, fun match overall. I had a good time. And then we got Darby with the cue cards again. And there was a commercial, Marianne, and I don't know if it if it was running throughout your show. but It, it was, did not. I looked. Oh, my God. So during my show, there was a, a ad that continuously ran. I think it was one and then another one that was slightly different. And it was for like a dental um, agency. And I was like, if this is like a, um, a Britt Baker, Baker promo, promo I'm going to laugh my ass off. If it was Remember just. Remember when they had the bubbly commercials? Yes. Oh, good shit. Oh, my God. Um yeah, uh, we had the MJF Cody vignette where they just kind of run down their feud. And then up next, we had the Butcher and the Blade uh, and the Bunny at ringside taking on Trent Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. And they also had Orange Cassidy, who was recovering from his. Uh, and also on my list. Oh, you just made the list. Um, uh, This was a fun match. Uh, big win for best friends. Um, um, I was so excited for this cause I knew it was, I knew it was going to happen and it's just like the match where they were like us against two dad like figures. Yes. Um, that belly bounce bounce off the top rope. On oh Trent. yeah. Oh yeah. Ouch. Oof. Fucking ouch. Woof. Um, my heart, I was so happy for this. They, their gear looks great. They just look great. And I know I have promised to people to limit <sighs> my Chuck Taylor thirsting, but you guys, that man is pure perfection. You when just we get made to the, the end list. of this. It, it is very clear why at the end of this match. It's very clear why I love this man so much. I don't even if you don't you don't need to know me. Like uh, just just watch the end of this and be like, okay, if this is someone's perfect man, Marianne, that's just me. So, um, 
I don't know where I was going with that. I could just talk in circles about him. Orange Cassidy ends up taking the ears off of the bunny, and now he is a bunny. <laughs> um, but And then he did a dive. It was good stuff. Um, we do a post-match interview with Tony Schiavone, and um, <laughs> Chuck Taylor says, uh, this, this time, Orange Cassidy's going to try. Um, he said, joke's on you, buddy, because this time he's going to try. <laughs> and then uh, Trent said, look, we don't actually know if he's going to try or not. And then there was a gigantic he's going to try chant. Uh, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then that, like when it split the commercial, they did this giant hug with who I am now calling Venti Shivani. <laughs> Venti Shivani. Um, also, I love that Shivani put on the glasses and did the thumbs up. I thought that was very funny. It's just a fun little thing. Tony Shivani living his like best life right now. Honestly, yes, that was such a good segment. I we actually rewound it and watched it again because it was so funny. And then just Trent standing in the background when it's showing Orange Cassidy, he's just like shimmying in the background, and Dustin's like stomping around doing that weird mouth thing that he does. And yes. it was it was just top notch stuff. They need to let them talk more because they're so funny. But enough about them. I could talk about them forever. <laughs> Up next, we had a uh, four way women's match to determine who will um, face the AEW World Women's Champion after the match between Nyla Rose and Chris Statlander. It's Yuka Sakazaki, Big Swole, Shauna. It's Shana. Is it Shana or Shauna? It's Shauna. Shana. Shana. Neither of those, John. It's neither. It's Shana. <laughs> Shana and Hikaru Shida. Um, I will say uh, Yuka finally getting her magical girl entrance was was great. Terrible font, though. Her and Big Swole have awful font. Oof. It was like the match of really bad intro fonts. It was like, let's just give both of these chicks Bailey font. <laughs> um, this I, font may be worse than Comic Sans MS. For me, I haven't decided. I re- still out. I really liked that JR was trying to get under Taz's skin with the Jets comment, but little does he know that Taz is a fraud and actually denounced his Jet fandom and is now a Bills fan. So. JR, get yeah. with it. If only Get he knew. I wish right. I didn't know that because it makes me upset. <laughs> um, big Swole with the storm gear, I think. I, th- I it looked like st- that's what I thought at first, and then I like like the back the back of her um, bottoms. I was like, wait, is this storm or is this like Thundercats? I can't understand where this is going. But either way, we've got DBZ gear, X Men gear, uh, a genie, and then like a samurai, and this is just a match of nerds in costumes. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Um, this, it's great, though. That DBZ girl will uh, never get sick of it. Oh, no. It's, so good. it's great. This match was was fine. Um, the women's division is booked very strangely. And I, I Big Swole ended up eating the pin. Uh, Hikaru Shida wins. Uh, last week, we talked about how there was a, a big, like, showdown, stare-down thing between Nyla Rose, Chris Statlander, and Big Swole. And Big Swole ate the pin on this match. So I'm not really exactly sure what we're trying to do here. <laughs> Did they forget? It just doesn't really How make... How do you forget she said brother on brother, air? Brother, what are you going to do about it, brother? <laughs> My God. Um. So yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was about, but all right, sure, whatever. I mean, Hikaru Shida's already had her shot like 18 times. 
So what I'm do not, we do? I'm not like huge on her. I like Kukara she Shida. She looks like her bottoms like look like she's constantly having a um a, a wardrobe, wardrobe malfunction. malfunction. Right? Yes. You see it too. Okay, if, if you if you a straight not fashion forward man can notice, we know it's a problem. That was not a dig at you. I'm just making a statement. Fair enough. I can hear you drinking water. Is there ice in that water? There is absolutely ice in that water. I can hear it. Uh, up it next. It sounds like you're drinking a ramune. It's a shame we're not watching MLW. <laughs> oh, I read today that they're going to have to phase MJF out of MLW. No. I'm so sad. Because uh, why are we even watching it now? Well, I don't know because somebody somebody uh, asked us if we're watching NWA Power, and that might work better with our schedule. I don't know. We got to look at it. It might work better with our schedule, but does it have Sexy Simon? You just made the list. No, it does not. He has no idea that I call him that. Or the Von Erics doesn't have the Von Erics either. Or the Von Erics. You mean Ross Von Eric, the hot one? You just made the list. I don't know. I have no idea what's happening. Um, We had a Dark Order promo where they said, Christopher Daniels, you are obsolete. I took a pee break. I I fast forwarded through the commercials. Oh, because it was in the middle of the commercials. The Dark Order promos. And then I was like, oh, perfect time for a pee break. Not even for the commercials, just for the Dark Order promo. My God. Um, I stayed for the commercials. Then we had. A Jim Ross sit-down interview with the Young Bucks, Hangman Page, and Kenny Omega. Hmm? In his puffy vest. And his puffy vest, yes. Um, Man. uh, My mom just popped in to let us know that she likes the Dark Order. Good. I like the Dark Order, too. You guys are both wrong and have terrible taste. No, that is false. Um, That is a a false statement. Um, So... Yeah, uh, I believe it's Matt Matt Jackson says, you were just a jobber in Ring of Honor. We brought you into the Bullet Club, and now look at you. You were just I mean, a jobber were- in Ring of Honor. It became shoot year, Marianne. Shoot year. Also, I've never seen the Young Bucks look more alike than they did in that Oh, my segment. God, yeah. They looked very, they looked very much exactly alike. exactly the same. It was weird. Absolutely crazy. Also, there was just lots of shoots going on and lots of just hard truths. It yeah. Was- it was yeah. painful. Man. And poor Kenny Omega was just sitting there like a Canadian. Just... <laughs> yeah, he is very torn. Everybody and I... was shooting just mean shit, and he's like, I'm Canadian. We don't do that. Yeah. Just making him real uncomfortable. Poor Kenny. Uh, speaking of uncomfortable for everybody, because everybody dies, Marianne, I don't know if you knew that, but Lance Archer next week is going to be on AEW Dynamite. Uh, I'm very interested to see what they have for Lance Archer. Uh, this is a big get if they do it right. We'll see. I don't know. His name's Lance. Okay, moving on. <laughs> we had the. I don't know where I was going with that. I just was being judgmental for no reason. We had the Chris Jericho, John Moxley weigh in. What does weight have to do with this match? And why you know what? there so many fucking people in the ring? You know what, Marianne? That's a great question. What does weight have to do with this match? It wasn't... Nothing. I, somebody said... I think it was Neeson when we were talking about this. He said he, he wasn't suddenly... No, it was Jimmy. I'm sorry. Jimmy said he I was... I don't know these people. You know Jimmy. Jimmy's a regular at PWG. I know people by face, not by okay. name. Um, that's false. Uh, but also, I guess okay. maybe I guess maybe true. <laughs> um, 
he said was one of them suddenly going to be a cruiserweight like that wasn't going to (laughs) happen and i went that's a really good point because no none of them were suddenly going to be a cruiserweight um so yes that is a very good point why do we have to have a weigh-in well you know for the pageantry i guess it was like it was like the a weigh in is a new contract signing. Yes, basically, uh, we had. Um, Why were there so many people in the ring? Because they were trying to make it like a big fight feel. That's what I, I was like. Okay, they're doing this. I'm like, this is kind of like a UFC thing. What what is happening? Yeah. Um, why are there Why are these two skinny bitches in the ring? And then I was like, oh, this is a UFC fight thing. Okay, fine. Yes. Um. We what? we were told that um Gary Michael Capetta was going to to be announcing everyone, and I lost my fucking mind because I love Gary Michael Capetta, uh, John Pingle, little WCW kid. Gary Michael Capetta was my announcer. This is. He's- Sting. He sounds like a big city Jewish lawyer. Good. <laughs> That's all you have to say. Sure. But then Mox comes out. He introduces Mox exactly how he should. By the way, Gian, um, Moxley, and John, and he's wearing shorts. What the actual fuck? I don't remember the last time I've seen his knees. My God. Actually, it's a lie. He wrestled in trunks his first match, didn't he? Yeah, he wrestled. I was. He a liar. He wrestled in trunks. Uh. In most of the G1, I believe. Fucking, but I don't watch Japanese wrestling. I value my sleep. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> Were you yawning just now? I was. I'm very tired. <laughs> very tired. Proving my point. Um. Oh, boy. How great the, the Painmaker Posse coming down to the ring. In a conga line of pain. Oh, my. In order of height. It was... Fucking like hilarious. <laughs> it looked so funny. Um, I loved it. Um, apparently I laughed a lot during this. I don't know why. But... I remember why I, I, I distinctly remember why oh my god, hold on. Josh, do you remember when he laughed a lot? What was the funny thing that happened then? Ugh. But we laughed a lot too, and I was like, Oh, John even laughed a lot at that part. Now I wish I remember what it was. Man, I can't remember what it was what it was. Well, I I do remember he told Sorry. Oh, well, he said, because Gary Michael Capetta tried to make Jericho weigh himself first. And he's like, the champion goes last, baby. And he's, I think he also says, now now I know why WCW went out of business. Yeah, he said that. And I think, yeah, he just. There was something else. I can't remember what it was. But uh, Moxley ends up headbutting Jericho and uh, Hardway busts Jericho open. Jericho needed like nine stitches. It was fucking brutal um this turned into an all-out brawl dustin rhodes comes out to make the save darby allen also comes out to make the save you miss the not the dipping dots which is going to be a continuous thing when stuff spills out <laughs> yes um ring. not dipping dots hager and dustin spill out into the concessions and jr get once again gets to say not the dipping dots um, Which is important to me because I love Dippin' Dots. Yes, the rainbow ones are so good. Yes, this and this. Next is time just... I get Dippin' Dots, I'm just gonna post it and put not the Dippin' Dots. <laughs> uh, Darby and comes. Nobody will get it but you. Very true. Darby comes back out. Uh, he gets the skateboard broken on him for his trouble. That running knee to the face by Sam. Yeah, like, he right f- when Darby he fucked him. Fucking brutal. He fucked so his good. shit up real bad. Um. I believe uh, Moxley gets the the Judas effect. 
and he he uh, hits the paradigm shift on Jericho, uh, or, or I'm sorry, on Moxley on the scale. Which is brutal. Uh, yeah. So uh, we end with Jericho standing tall. And that, that was the closeout of AEW Dynamite. Mean, not really standing tall because he's not very tall. Very but, true. You know. Well. Why did he not want to get weighed, I wonder? Because he was he's in bloated Jericho stage. <laughs> this is that that that's what Ben Kissel from last podcast calls it. Bloated Jericho. Jericho. Yeah, bloated Jericho's his favorite Jericho. My God. Indeed. Oh boy. I got two questions, Marianne. Are they both from Jaren? They're both from Jaren. Oh great. Uh, his first question: Can you guys think of a worse example of killing a good gimmick than Goldberg beating the Fiend? Killing a good gimmick. Um, okay, uh, Zack Ryder uh, relationship with Candice Michelle. Or was it Candice Michelle? Or was it... It doesn't... Or Ava... Uh, who cares? It doesn't matter. When they put uh, Zack Ryder in a relationship with someone and he was also best friends with John Cena, that's when they killed uh, Zack Ryder's gimmick for no reason. <laughs> the exact moment. I feel like there was another one that was recent where they killed somebody's gimmick. And it was like, ah, oh, shit. Somebody that already had a bad gimmick. Uh, I don't and know. And it just got worse. I don't even, I don't, I don't even know. I, I, I don't know. That for I'll me is a for sure example. Um, other than that. And how long has Zack Ryder's gimmick been dead? I mean, years. It's been dead for <laughs> fucking. He was in a wheelchair, like his, I, I don't know. I, it, oh God, I don't even want to think about it. Woof. Yeah, they did him real bad. He should have been a world champion, at least for like a month. But yeah, no. Nope. And then they gave him that belt and then he lost it like the next day. Yeah. Oh, that was way that, a- that was way after his gimmick was dead. Yeah. His yeah, gimmick. That, that was like the last time he ever held anything. No. He and uh he and Kurt Hawkins were tag team champions for like a minute. When was this? Was this before or after his international title? It run? was that la- was a day. It was last year's uh mania. Huh. Yeah, I know. Um, his other question is Painmaker Posse would you buy the track suits and do the Gracie train all the way through pi- the Pirates line at Disneyland <laughs> uh, yes but I feel like we might get like searched for some reason if we were doing that because we'll look like a weird a bizarre cult yes and there has to be more than two of us otherwise it looks really weird yeah but the Gracie train Bear Bear, is- gotta get on that Good stuff. Uh, did you have any uh, the any conga questions? line of pain? Any? Uh, no, my only questions were from Jaron, and I said Jaron asked those questions to John, not me. Right on, and he <laughs> did. Uh, Jaron also sent me all of the the uh, the posters for Warhausen's WrestleMania. Have you seen these? Oh my god! I told him to send those. I told him to send those to you. They are absolutely they fucking, fucking amazing. If you guys have not seen these. Um, Go to Black Label Pro's uh, Instagram. They have a bunch of the WrestleMania uh, posters, and they are so good. They are so so good. And there also, was the one that made me laugh really hard. It wasn't the one where she. It was Kylie Ray thinking that some Megadeth was a, a typo. Oh my God! Thinks Megadeth <laughs> is a typo. Claims to have been rocking with Talica since '86. Says Pikachu is total thrash. Debatable. Yeah, one of them was, oh my god, it was so good. It was like strong, very strong, very nice Jake something. <laughs> and then there was like no swearing is written on top of everything. Yes. the uh, My favorite one is the 
the Matthew Justice one, which it, and the belt that should not be named, which is the the Black Label Pro belt. Um, yes, it's so good. Don't talk about whose belt that is. Seriously, don't bring it up. Remember when he killed a guy? Don't bring that up either. Now, I didn't get that reference, and I was talking to Chris today, and Chris said it was in reference to that that horrible fucking show at midnight that happened at WrestleMania weekend where in storyline, Matthew justice murdered a man. <laughs> and I went, that's God. great. That's great. Um, yeah. I liked the best unsigned, technically a wrestler, the wrestling genie, Daniel Macabre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also like deliberately spelled wrong. It's so good. Also speaking, or a loser gets sacrificed to Satan. Yes. Uh, uh, speaking of Daniel Macabre, he is apparently wrestling Eddie Kingston in the 16 uh, carat gold tournament that WXW is putting on. Good fucking. Uh, that's fucking nuts. And I love it. Um, I think that's it, Marianne. I don't got anything else. Oh, uh, that's good shit. Nothing. You're good. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I liked the doesn't glitter, doesn't like Buschetti, Gangrel, Danhausen's only vampire friend, more powerful than all the Draculas combined. Yes, I love that, too. <laughs> so, it's, oh, it's so good. So good. But, yeah, that's uh, everything for now. I did not know the, the pay-per-view is too. I'm going to have to figure something out. I, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. Uh, you'll figure oh you'll figure it out. I have faith. Figure it out. I'm snapping and because drag race. Right. I'm just in a snap snappy mood. Well, we're getting there. Uh, okay. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsalt. You can follow me on Instagram at Sailor.Moonsalt. You can follow John on Twitter and Instagram because they're the same. At JP Thrice. Yee. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Search Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. I would like to be reaffirmed that I am funny or uh, that John is funnier than me, like I keep saying. Either one is fine with either of us. Uh, <laughs> head on over to... give us money. Yes. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy a Tornado Tag Radio shirt, a mug, a sweatshirt. Probably not yet because it's still hot as hell for some of us. Um, a tote bag. Some I don't Shivani know. Shivani mugs, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> support TTR and all of the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash N O T L G. Whoa. Well, that's it, Marianne. That's the end of this show. There's only one thing left. I'm so shocked that we got to record. Yeah, me too. I was like, I don't think this shit's going to happen, but it did. So it, everything is fine, everyone. But I was like, don't make me a last priority, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one thing left to do, so man, if you will. Ring the bell, housing. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.